Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast. Regular subscribers will have heard the very first Cricket Collective last week. And despite everything the coronavirus can throw at us, our next episode will be broadcast live on TalkSport 2 on Tuesday between 6 and 7 o'clock with a podcast of the programme available shortly afterwards. Upcoming episodes of the Cricket Collective include a sit-down chat with former Durham and England legend Steve Harmison live from Chesterler Street as he talks to some of the key figures at the club as they battle to keep themselves afloat during these troubled times. With so much uncertainty surrounding county cricket and the recent decision by the ECB to delay the start of the season to May the 28th at the earliest, this show will look at the very real day-to-day problems a county like Durham faces. Steve will be joined by first team coach Marcus North and chief executive Tom Bostock, so please join us for that one. Aside from this, our worldwide team of Galacticos have been busy and in the upcoming weeks we will bring you two interviews from the brilliant Barbadian broadcaster Barry Wilkinson. First up will be Test Captain Jason Holder. So let's hear a snippet of the show and his surprising response when congratulated by Barry about West Indies' impressive display at home to England this time last year. Well, to be fair, England have been relatively inconsistent in Test cricket you know, over the last year and a half to two years. Um, I think if you look at the status of their cricket at the moment, you know, outside of Joe Root and Ben Stokes, I think their, their batting lineup is is pretty inconsistent. As uh, Roston chases in again, Bolden burns. Oh, what's happened? Here is Joseph once again going away from us. Pitched up, edge caught behind. What a spell! He's got another one. Oh my goodness me! Just Butler's on the back foot. Kimar Roach has five. They've been going through a phase, obviously losing people like Alistair Cook, um, Ian Bell, who have been around England's team for a number of years. So it's, it's a matter of trying to find people worthy to replace them. And, you know, when we look at that series, or look back at this series, 
we felt Burns was relatively new in his career. In right arm over. That's a lovely shot from Rory Burns. Jennings is similarly. Beautiful shot there by Jennings. You had Ben Fox who had only played one series. Uh, Bearstow was no coming back into Test cricket. Now that's much straighter. So Bearstow pings it over mid-wicket for six. Holder goes in. What a glorious shot that is by Josh Butler. Josh Butler as well too. Also really, really just coming back into Test cricket. So. When you look back at this series, it was always a series for a lot of England, English players to, to make their mark and, you know, obviously trying to, to, to cement their places in, into their side. So we felt it was a, it was a loophole to attack in terms of trying to get into their, to their experienced players or bringing their experienced players to the fore and putting more pressure on them to do the bulk of the scoring. Um, if you look at our bowling attack too, over the last two to three years, we've been doing outstandingly well. Rich gain. Hold it, goes in, right arm over. Just Butler's been caught in front and it's out! How will it behave as the test match goes on? He's bowled him! Josh Butler's been beaten by a full-length delivery from Shannon Gabriel. It's clipped off stump. Timar Roach, myself, Shannon Gabriel have all had, you know, pretty pretty good years um, in the recent past. And I think our bowling attack, you know, if you probably look at it look at it on paper, you know, one of the better bowling attacks going around world cricket. And, you know, we bat that. We bat our, bat our abilities to, to go out there and, and get 20 wickets and also just put the team in the right direction. I think if we could pinpoint a weakness in, in our in our test, a test team is probably our batting. First ball to Roston Chase. Here's Wood again. Balls and it's edge! Caught in the game! Just mean, mainly down to the fact that we haven't had consistent performances. You know, we've had individual brilliances um, here and there, but it's never been a case where we've been consistently putting runs on the board everything, every single time we step on the park. Uh, I think our middle to lower half has pulled, pulled us off of many holes <laughs> in the recent past as well too. Yeah. And we expect a lot more from our top order, but you know, I think if we had a look at the series at the beginning, um, we, we pretty much pumped up ourselves and uh, gave ourselves a really good chance because you know we were obviously playing at home. We've got a very, very good bowling attack. And we think, that, well, we thought that we could just put enough runs on the board for our bowling attack to do what they've been doing over the last couple of years and you know everything worked well for us and we held our chances in the field as well which is significant and that's an obviously an area that's let us down in the past as well and you know we put runs on the board and we obviously got 20 wickets Chase now balls to Butler yes, Butler's yeah. driving in yeah. the air and he's caught spectacularly oh that's a catch of the match undoubtedly there from John Campbell and Roston Chase the off spinner has finished with an 8 for Eight for 60. England bowled out for 246. I think the series basically set up here in Barbados. The way we played in Barbados was outstanding. And I think it really rocked England. You know, I don't think they expected um, a West Indies team to, to put up a performance that, that we did in, in, in Barbados. And it put probably put them on the back foot a little bit. And then obviously they needed to rebound in, in Antigua. And... To be fair, the toss is crucial in Antigua. Um, I felt the toss is really crucial based on, on what I what I've seen prior to the to the first day's play, and you know we were able to win the toss as well. We put put them into bat and we bowled them out. Anderson chips one up into the air and it's caught. I think what was what was the highlight in that test match is the way we batted in the first innings, particularly Darren Bravo. Moeen is in. Bravo oh. is in behind this one, pushing into the onside, and they will take a single to take Darren Bravo to 50. And he will raise his bat at the non-striker's end now. And he gets a huge ovation from the England supporters. 200.
and 15 balls. Yeah, but that nut was important just mainly due to the fact that it wasn't the type of surface that you could play um, freely on. You know, the surface was a bit inconsistent in terms of the bounce. And his nut was, was crucial, you know, we, and then we were able to get partnerships around him. And it ended up being a, a relatively big person in his total in the context of the game. Uh, and then again, you know, we came back in the second innings when, when bowling and, and we were able to bowl England once more. And we only had like, I think, 15, 20 runs to, to, to win. So, yeah, I mean, that series would, would always be one that stands out in the back of my mind, just mainly due to the fact that, you know, we, we actually delivered on what we wanted to. And, you know, we played some very, very good cricket. The interview boasts fascinating insight into sharing a dressing room with Chris Gale. Holders struggle to accept being deposed as limited overs captain and also the importance he puts on playing England again in 2020. Hopefully that happens. One of the players he picks out is the man who had such a breakthrough year in 2017. Back-to-back centuries at Headingley. Shea Hope, who had this to say about why it was so important, his team stuffed the words down the throats of some onlookers after the heavy defeat handed out in the first test that summer. It's one of those things that will always be close to my heart, um, knowing that we went there and basically everyone, you know, wrote us off. And I think that was the biggest thing for me. And Particularly Jeffrey Boycott. <laughs> I don't know who it was, I just know it was many people. But... Uh, I'm sure I could speak the same for the for the other my other teammates, and it was a big motivator for us, knowing what people really thought of us as a team, as an international team especially. And after the first game, we did we did get a hammering, and I think there was no there's, there was no way that we we we'd, we'd go down two 0 in that series. We really went back to the drawing board. We did a lot of talking amongst ourselves, and we. We said there's no way we're going to go down to now. We really have to put up a fight here and come back strong. And it just so happened that we won that game and gave us a big chance for the last test at large. Why do you think you haven't been able to, to replicate your ODI form in, in test form? I've been getting out. <laughs> That's the simplest answer I can give you. Uh-huh. Uh, I, honestly, if I had the answers, then I am assuming that I would have better um, better scores to my name. Oh, you might, you might have the answers, but you probably might be not getting the, the right chance or the, the, the right thing to implement them? Um, it's a bit of both, you know. Um, sometimes you, you do know what you need to do. You do know, you do know what's required, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. As it's, it's the same thing with life. And as much as I, I'm trying, as much as I want to be better, as much as I want to improve, sometimes you just have to accept the fact that and try not to beat yourself too much because I don't think there's anyone in, in the world that can be harder on themselves than, than, than me and I as I said I just really wanted to turn around and as I said I'm trying to do everything possible to get those scores for the team especially in times when we need our batsmen to, to really fight and stand up and get you know get those runs on the board for the bowlers um, that series as well Craig Brathwick your good friend um, he also shunned in that test match, but he too has been struggling for some, some test match form. If you had to, you know, pick up the phone and say something to him to encourage him, what would you tell good old Craig who's struggling to perhaps uh, even possibly get in the team this year? I say, what are we going to do about these runs? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I honestly never ever worry about Craig. Yeah. Craig is one of those batsmen that you know as soon as he takes with his bat, that you expect him to score runs. I think that may be a big thing for him, you know, that people may be expecting to score runs all the time. I have that confidence and belief in him that whenever he goes to the crease that he's going to get a big one. And regardless, if he can score 100 ducks in a row, I know that that next innings, I always have the belief in Craig to know, okay, he's good enough. 
he's done it before and he's going to do it many times after so i just want him to, to keep that belief and i know that he's he's definitely a good enough player to, to to be getting those big scores and i just want to keep wishing him well and everyone else in the team so both shay hope and jason holder will be brought to you in the coming weeks as well as that insight into the corridors of power at durham cricket club so even if play has stopped for a while Continue to join us here at the following on podcast for exclusive interviews and plenty of opinion on Acast, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you're keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.